So in the previous year, we discussed the halachas of Shmur Mansa. And if you look in the Pesukim, it seems that the only time you need Shmur Mansa is Ba'erev Toichel Matzahs, is on the night of the Seder. And therefore, one, one should only it would only be necessary to have Shmur Matzah the night of the Seder. And the rest of Yantav, you could have your regular Matzahs, Pshutas, your non-Shmur Matzah. So the question is asked, is there any Indian, is there any reason to have Shmur Matzah specifically for the rest of Yantav? So there are those that say that since the Grah holds that he, he he goes with the Rishonim, there's an Ibn Ezra, there's a Chizkuni, the Tshuva Sarash quotes some Ga'inim, that when the Pasuk says, Shivas Yamim Toichel Matzah, that every time I eat Matzah during Pesach, I get a mitzvah, a kima mitzvah of eating Matzah. So perhaps, according to the Gra, one should also be makvit to have Shmura Matzah during the seven days. Now, the truth is, we definitely have Shmura Matzah because all, all of our Matzah is Shmura Mishas Tchina. There's an extra credit level of Shmura that the Rif says and the Shulchanar says, Lechatchila, we should be Machmir for Shmura Mishas Katsira, but one could say that, you know, from being Machmir like the Gra, to have matzah all seven days, and all my matzahs, anyways, Shmura Mishas Tchina, so who says I need to get the extra level Shmura Matzah for all days of Yantav, and therefore, halachali, a person does not need to, there'll be no real Indian of getting Shmura Matzah for the entire Yantav, and you know, especially when it costs a lot. If someone has a, a large family to get Shmur Matzah for the entire Yantif, it, it could be a, a couple hundred dollar difference between which Matzahs you're buying for most of Yantif. However, there's, there is a reason, which is a valid reason, why people specifically get Shmur Matzah. And this leads into the discussion of matzah meal. So many many families will eat gabruks, depending on which communities their, uh, their parents, grandparents came from. So when you're purchasing gabruks, so there's two different products. There's your classic matzah meal, and then there's shmur matzah meal. So we mentioned that shmur matzah meal, some people call it gunpowder, but there is a difference between shmur matzah meal and your non-shmur matzah meal. Is there any Indian, is there any reason to be makbid to have shmur matzah meal? Now over here, let's say you're using it to make your classic Jewish matzah ball. So matzah ball does not have a din of bread. So even according to the Gra, I'm not yaitza any mitzvah of by eating matzah balls on Pesach. I'm not eating it as bread. That's not called matzah at that point. So there's no, there will be literally no need for one to get shmura matzah, shmura matzah meal. However, as I mentioned, there is a valid reason, and the valid reason is from a kashras perspective. When it comes to kashras, so the more the consumer cares, the more that uh, people are focused on getting on getting kashras correct. Uh, done correctly with hidurim, so that's what that's what will end up happening. If people are more lax, so then the kashrus agencies and the companies are not looking for extra hidurim to do, extra things to, to be careful about. So when it comes to your shmura matzah companies, they would typically, since they're making uh, matzah, they're spending so much time that they guard it from the time of ketzira, from the time of harvesting, all the way to packaging, so there's a lot more people involved, a lot more eyes, and there's more, the, the whole mahalich of the company typically is hider, is to try to get it done in the, in the, in the most correct way possible. Now again, this doesn't, there's always exceptions to the rule, it's just a darabedarek klal. So therefore, and kashrus agencies can, can attest to it, a shmur matzah meal is definitely a much more mahudr product as far as kashrus is concerned, independent of the discussion regarding when I need shmirah from, it is a, a much higher quality hashkacha 
So therefore, it makes sense. I'm not saying you should. Now again, when a person is thinking about hidurim in life, that one thing is more, uh, is better hidden than the other. They have a choice, you know, during the year to purchase. I don't know. Apple juice A versus apple juice B. They both have, you know, good ashkachas. One has a more heimish ashkacha. You know that the company never captured. They only, you know, they found a company that only does apple juice. Let's say that the apple juice is a dollar extra. There's a shaila in halacha. Is a person mechuyev to spend another dollar for this apple juice because of a hider? So, again, there is definitely some hider when it comes to getting shmurim out to meal, but it's a very good shiloh. Someone has a large family, and they're going to be baking lots of cakes. So even though the shmurim out meal might be a hider in kashras, it's a good question to ask a rav, to ask a paisik, how much am I mechuyev to spend on this hider? So that's a valid reason why there are those that are makbed, makbed on it. So let's get into the discussion of, oh, just by the way, someone purchased Gebrux products. So Gebrux products typically, you know, do not have, do not use shmur matzah, um, especially the chocolate-covered matzahs and all these different types of things. So if a person is makbun on shmur matzah, even if you're not makbun on Gebrux, so you got to be careful, you know, what exactly you are eating on Pesach. So there's a discussion, a general discussion regarding Hand matzah versus machine matzah. So there are those that would only use machine, some will only use hand, and some, you know, use both. So, besides for the fact that many of the Haggadahs have a picture of the round matzah, there is a halachic discussion. So originally, the original history in Europe was that the Divrichayim, the Tzanzaruv, was, was very against the, uh, the uh, hand matzah, the, the machine matzah. There were various reasons given. Um, he doesn't really explain himself in his chuvas. So this Tamid didn't discuss it. Rabelsky understood it as that a few things. First of all, anytime there's serious guilt, serious money involved in anything, it ends up getting into the hands of unscrupulous people, as we see unfortunately today, with uh, you know people hoarding uh, masks that uh, medical personnel could definitely use in our current situation. But anytime there's money involved, it gets into the hands of unscrupulous people. Additionally, the maskilim were the ones that had the money then, and they were the ones that were going to be making this matzah. So it made sense to uh, to go, go against it. Many people lost their jobs in the hand matzah uh, industry due to the invention of machine matzah. And there was there was a general concern for chametz. So based on all these reasons, the Divrei Chaim just answered it, and by many chassidim, they would not touch uh, hand matzah, um, machine matzah. They only use hand matzah in in Yerushalayim, it's the opposite. As Rabelsky Tzal told me, um, he used to always say that there was a, uh, there's a book, I forgot what the book is called, there was a biography in Hebrew of all the great tzaddikim, the Zikne Yerushalayim, of Ari Levine, Rav Kook, and uh, many of the great tzaddikim, so Rabelsky used to say, that they didn't have too many things in common. Again, it was very, uh, you know, they were, had different opinions regarding the Yishuv of Eretz Yisrael and the government, Medina, so, but one thing they all had in common was they all ate machine matzah. And that's how it was. Shalom Shadron has a famous story. He was in England for Pesach, and nobody wanted to bring him into their house because he had his machine matzah with him. So, what's the Shiloh? So, there's, there's a few Shilohs. <clears throat> there's a Shiloh of the Lashma and all that that we dis- discussed. I'm sorry, we didn't discuss Lashma. There's another Shiloh of Lashma. So, there's, there's a Shiloh of Chametz and a Shiloh of Lashma. So, regarding Chametz, over the years, Baruch Hashem, it has improved. The machine matzahs sometimes are even better than 
the uh, standards of a hand matzah. Depends. So Rabelsky used to tell me that really he would eat the the high the high, the, the, the good, the good Ashkacha machine matzah, all Pesach. He said, however, the Tarvadas used to have a Chabura where they used to go bake together. And he felt that he should be eating that matzah for various reasons by the Seder. So he took his, uh, his Tarvadas Chabura matzah for the Seder. But during the rest of Pesach, he, he would be fine eating the machine matzah. I believe of Heinemann, Shlita eats machine matzah by the Sadarm. Many of the Yushamis will eat specifically machine matzah, even by the Sadarm. And again, there are a lot of Americans that will specifically eat the the hand matzah by the seder because that's what their parents did, or that's because you know that's what the kids learned in yeshiva, and it looks nice. It fits the seder plate, so they do it. But they don't have a beshita not to eat machine matzah by the seder. So, again, regarding the chashash of chametz, for the most part, it is done better now. To be honest, there are different standards of hashkachas. The same way when a person is purchasing meat or you're purchasing wine, there is a, uh, there's more of a concern for things to go wrong and you need a higher uh, hashkacha than what you would typically need when you were purchasing, I don't know, apple juice. So the same thing applies to matzah. Matzah is a complicated process. Many, many halachas involved. Look in Shulchan Aruch. There are many simonim in Shulchan Aruch. Legabe, the halachas of matzah. So it really depends who's running the show. Who's the mashkiach? Who's, who's really running the show there? And there are certain hashkachas where even within the hashkacha, there's different standards of, of matzahs that are made. If a person has a specific question, they want to know which ones are better than the others. I have some information. Most of it is third hand, but I'm happy to share it with you if you reach out. If you don't reach out, then... That I'm not going to share it with you. Um, there is a, so that, that's regarding chametz. What about lishma? So first of all, we mentioned the ra'ah shita and some of the rishonim that lishma is only the 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 concept of shmura is to make sure it doesn't become chametz. So there's no need for me to actually do it. I have to make sure it doesn't become chametz. So as long as my machine is 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 made in the proper way, it won't become chametz. I'm yoytze shmura matzah. So that's shita number one. Additionally. The fact that machines are being used, and we're calling it shmura, the truth is many of the handmade matzahs are also uh, being made with machine by the ktsira, by the harvesting. They're using machine to harvest it. They're not harvesting wheat by the, by hand for most of the, the companies. And the tchina, the grinding, is also being done by machine. So it's not as if they're not using machines at all by the hand matzah. And so that that's another thing to consider. And finally, even if you hold that I need shmura. Shmura means lishma. Everything has to be lishma, and and I literally have to make it. There's a shaila in halacha regarding making tefillin, making tzitzis. Is turning on a machine called lishma? Is that called the maisei yisrael or not? And many of the pais are were mekel. And in practice, most tzitzis that people wear are actually made with machine at some point. You know, in the process. So it's very difficult for one to argue that one is not yaitza with machine matzah. And Baruch Hashem, over the years, many didn't do eat machine matzah. And it's a, you know, it's a good shayla, good shayla in halacha. But lemais, at the end of the day, we're makel them for many reasons that machine matzah is considered lishma. And the chametz, for the most part, a good company, good hashkacha, there will not be an issue of chametz regarding the, the machine matzah. So that's the uh, basic overview of matzah that we went through, you know, what shmur means, the difference between hand and machine. So, Hashem, tomorrow maybe we'll 
we'll spend a moment discussing the kazayas of how much matzah a person has to eat, and we'll jump into the halachas of the alkaisas. Once we're mentioning shiurim, we'll mention the shir of the alkaisas, and we'll talk about which wine, red wine, white wine, aged, mavushal, we'll discuss all those things in the coming uh, shiurim.